Hi, I'm your host, Anthony Giorgio, and you're listening to another episode of QT, Queer Teen Podcast, encouraging the next generation of queer youth from across the world to stand up for what's right. Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Queer Teen Podcast. I'm very excited about my next guest. We're sitting in the backyard in Provincetown, Massachusetts, of a beautiful little cottage. We're here for shows this week and it's Bear Week, so we're doing lots of stuff. Uh, so I'm going to have them introduce you. You might know who they are. Go for it. Hi, it's me, Tammy Brown, with an IE, and I'm here in Provincetown, Massachusetts, with my show Time Machine here in Old Cape Cod. That's right, Time Machine, and we'll be releasing that video and video and uh, song on all musical platforms very soon, Time Machine. So catch it while it's hot. It's a very good show. We saw it in PV. It's the same show, right? Yes, yeah, same yeah, show. Yeah. Same show. It's very funny. You have to go see it. No matter where she lands, her spaceship lands, you have to go see it. That's right. Uh, <laughs> okay, so tell us a little bit about you as a person. What's your, what is, what's your story? What's my story? Well, I was born in Corpus Christi, Texas, and I was supposed to originally be born in Vallarta, Mexico, in Puerto Vallarta. That's irony. That's great. But they told my mom that she should, you know, go north because there was amoebas, and they didn't want amoebas in the baby system, whatever. So she went north, and I was born on Ocean Drive in Corpus Christi, Texas, with probably with a room with a view, I would imagine, because it's right on the Gulf there. It's literally on Ocean Drive, the hospital, Spawn Hospital. But I was actually born on the 15th of September, which is actually the independence of Mexico. So you can't get the Mexican out of me. No. Born on the 15th of September. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Uh, and ironically, my mother-in-law and stepfather-in-law lived, moved, just moved to Corpus Christi. They did? So yeah. we'll be seeing y'all down there doing one of your shows. I'm, yeah, I'm trying to get us down there. There is a couple uh, places to do shows down yeah? there. Yeah? In Corpus? Yeah. All right, cool. There's like a queer little theater, like a little uh-huh. space tucked away down there. But they do their seasons way in advance, so you have to get in the timing, of course. But yeah, there's a couple. That's cool. My mother-in-law was like, you have to come down. Yeah. I was like, all right, I'm, I'm working on it, I'm working on it. So, um, that'd be fun if we were down there together. I would like that. Yeah, let me. I'm, I'm gonna keep investigating. I found. I found. A, a, they're they're responsive and they're really mm-hmm. nice. They're like, oh, we just picked our season, so we can't fit anything else to the schedule. So mm-hmm. I was like, all right, perfect. Um, what made you? What, how did you even? What 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 made you do what you do now? Like, how did you even get started? Well, uh, well, when I was about 14, I saw the movie What's Love Got to Do With It, the Tina Turner story, and that's when the light turned on for me, and I decided I wanted to be a drag queen and start... Well, I knew I wanted to entertain and do it through drag, so I've been doing it since then. Um, This coming year, I will be celebrating 25 years of Tammy Brown, the name, my jubilee, but I've been doing drag a little longer than that. But So 25 years, my jubilee will be this coming year. Um, just, I wanted to entertain and I've been doing it since I got on drag race, of course, and that was a major boost. And then from there, I just keep going, you know, and always been able to be relevant as something that's natural within me to, to stay relevant and be able to, you know, to, like, what is that a zeitgeist or to be able to always know what a fashion is and stuff like that. That's just who I am. And it comes out of me naturally to be that way. People might think, oh, gosh, Tammy, she's just a kook. But if that's what they believe, let them believe it, because that's what sells. No. 
It's true. Uh, no, I think um, not enough people, specifically when people are doing drag, that I've experienced that mm-hmm. not enough people... Um, it takes a minute to find, obviously, your drag moment you're to a persona you're like because i've seen the younger like kids doing drag and they're trying to do all the, the things right. wrapped into one which is a lot right. <laughs> and i just sit there and i just want uh, and uh, you know they have drag mothers and grandma whatever they have the family of course but it is neat to see that like develop that because there's so much and drag race did spawn a whole other new breed new breed of drag and uh but I, I subscribe to your kind of drag, uh, had a lettuce drag, like mm-hmm. my, the gold, my girls, the golden gays. That's like my, because mm-hmm. I like musical theater storytelling really like gives you kind of a sense of their world. True, true. What brought you, did you do musical theater at all? Like any shows growing up? Yes, I have done musical theater. Uh, we were trained where I, where I lived in Texas too. There's theaters really strong there. Even in high school and everything, they take it real seriously because there was acting schools in Texas, and they I think it's what is in Austin. There's the acting schools and yada yada. I just wasn't gonna go to acting school. That was not my my idea, but I did study in school and became a thespian then. Mm-hmm. But we took it real serious. He'd bring professional choreographers down. He'd bring professional other directors. Our director would do that. He'd bring other people yeah. from the college down to teach us. And then they had this UIL these UIL activities is what they're called. But they would take them to state and whatever their theater. I would be like, okay, back off. This is just high school. We don't need to be taking this so seriously. I mean, they were almost culty or crazy about what they were doing. And I was like, this is just high school theater. Right, 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 Get right, right. Get over right. it, kids, you know? Yeah. Was there a lot... So I'm assuming there was like a big budget and they had big sets and costumes. and. We had a philanthropist. Uh, philanthropist, that's one, right, that donates the money and stuff. We had one. Her name was Miss Seal Frost. And we also had an award-winning theater... And theater, and we also theater, and um, this is in Rockport, Fulton, Texas. At the time, the population probably was uh, between the two was maybe seven thousand, eight thousand at the time in the nineties. It's growing now rapidly, but um, and we also had the a, a choir with Miss Luigi, which was this award-winning choir that would take us on international trips and yada yada yada. And then, um, but Miss Seal Frost, she would sponsor a lot of the theaters and. You know, she'd sponsor the choir and the theater and give giving big grants and, and big amounts of money. And she became my friend as well. And she was sort of an anti-mame situation, one would say. Yeah. She was fun. Or, like, she'd be like, see that necklace? She'd have a necklace at... Well, that necklace right there was supposed to go to, uh, to to me, but it went to Nancy Reagan, so to speak. Or she'd be like, I'd show her some, see something in the magazine, a big Mickey Mono pearl necklace. And she'd be like, here, hold on, honey. And she would open up the sink and pull it out from underneath the sink in the kitchen or whatever where she had it stashed. Sure. Or she'd have these diamond bracelet and be like, oh, there's only two of us that have this. Nicole Kidman has the other one. Sharon Stone, excuse me, Sharon Stone, not Nicole Kidman. You know, Sharon Stone I mean, yeah. from Casino. Uh, that is in Texas. Yeah, in Texas, in our small town, Rockport, Fulton. Funny, you never know. She, she was from the East Coast, Miss Silfrost. She's deceased now, but she she was my buddy. She lived a long time, I feel like. She lived quite a while, but yeah. she, she started sliding dementia and all that set in, in halfway, I mean, at the end. And for 10 years, she was in that kind of a mess. That happened to my grandmother. Yeah, it's, it's not, not great. I have a good friend of mine, Sonia. She's she has dementia now, and she thinks I'm her boyfriend, which has caused a problem. Oh, 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that could def- definitely uh, bring up some things. Mm-hmm. Well, so, uh, everyone always a theater, obviously associates theater with, like, queer people, but, like, you'd be surprised how much there is theater, but then how, depending on the school you go to or the region you live in or wherever it is, those things are still, like, underground. What was it like in Texas in the 90s? Oh, it was it was great. I was allowed to do whatever I wanted to do. I considered it a you know MTV generation where we were living. Okay, um, we were hip to what was going on. It's great. So we were really plugged in, I guess, media pop wise. So it wasn't like we were so distracted from it. Um, I was um, into my own world of impersonating Tina Turner at the time, which people found that weird because back in those times, I mean, I found out later, years later, that people thought it was really unusual that I was so into Tina and even impersonating. Not that I was putting shoe polish or, or you know, black-facing myself. I, that was never even the idea when I went to set off to do Tina. It was just more of the looks, the, you know, the impersonation, the energy. The energy. Yeah, the yes, energy. the energy. No one like it. The so. costumes, the energy. And the, when I had seen her, too, that's when the light went on. It just really turned on us. Oh, that's what I can do, and I could relate with this person. Because she is unique, mm-hmm. and she has her own total style, and all those choreographed numbers, and the dresses are fun, the whole thing, you know? Yeah, she is... Uh, because she's since you know she's since passed, they're put, playing more and more of her stuff right now, and and this just the interviews and the energy she puts out there, there really was no one like. I mean, you can't even I can't even think of someone who would be like her. Uh, and then I saw it on Broadway. That's like the closest person that came to her is the person who played her yeah, on, Broadway. on Broadway. She's unreal, and you're like watching Which, Tina Turner. Who did you see do that? Adrian. Adrian uh, Warren. Yeah. yeah, unreal. I was yeah. like, who? And she sang like. All the songs <laughs> show, uh, yeah. That's what Saint Jason's also idol, like mm-hmm. big idol is Tina. He's seen her in concert like three or four times, um, and just he was like blown away. I mean, every time he was, mm-hmm. it's just unreal. In Texas too, they had uh, what was called the lip sync uh, li- record mime record mime contest too. Is an is an ALU an activity with an extracurricular whatever the scholastic whatever they call oh, okay. it but there was actually a lip sync where you would record mime called it record mime and you would go out and record mime so i would do that in high school too at the beginning was the record mime competitions and junior high you do tina yeah, I would do Tina, Amazing. and I would have a little group, and they would go, and they would. The rooms would get so full that we were doing the activity, and so they'd have to move, rearrange the rooms, and move us to another room so that people could come watch the show at the time. That's great. So was that that wasn't was that Tammy? That wasn't Tammy. That was just that was me before I was forced into the name Tammy Brown. You were forced into it. Forced in the name because I started there uh, in the pageant scene. It was a very pageant scene in Texas. And something I would like to note in within the pageant scene or within the scene in Texas, I did notice early on there was a lot of people that would get um, silicone breasts or they would get the breast augmentations or whatever. They would do all this stuff. But then I would notice, you know, I'd notice like, oh, this person is not really a transsexual. They're just getting the breasts for money. So you have all these people running around with breasts but no you know they were not really transsexuals they were just doing it for the money for the check there's a whole thing of that that's interesting within the community wow i actually didn't even know that so they were just getting the breast Uh for for the money the money to make money yeah competitions and stuff like that Uh uh-huh i know the pageant world was pretty hardcore especially in texas very much so next level like uh 
like when we started doing RuPaul's Drag Race too, the, there was like when season first season, season one, when we all walked into the room, I could clock everybody off, you know, like Nina, that's a club drag, Nina, Nina Flowers, yeah. or for sure, Victoria Parker, she is a pageant queen. And then of course you got, um, you got Miss Chanel mm -hmm. and Chanel's, you know, Chanel's always arrived. She won't, she just arrived. It's just, it's there. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. But I mean, you could distinctly tell who everybody kind of was and what they were going to be doing, sort of in that. And mm -hmm. I also felt it was kind of a little like Tu Wong Fu kind of feeling going on. I got that, yeah. You know, because we had our Puerto Ricans, we had our blacks, mm -hmm. and then we had, of course, us whiteies, whatever. But there was, there was that kind of element going on with that. I felt. But <laughs> first season. But first season, then we had Angina, Baby Drag, and then mm -hmm. we had the other ones. Uh, coming jade sadam soda mayor jade soda mayor and yes. all those queens but it was it was funny to see that and but now the pageant scene has totally influenced the drag race which is fine it's great too more power to them you mm -hmm. know yeah it's a whole world of drag and it definitely has crossed over you even see it this past season uh, it was just a bunch of girls uh, one of them oh it's from texas i think mm -hmm. uh Big drag, just drag, right. huge drag. Um, so you were forced into Tammy Brown because because they said I had to have a drag name, and I said, "Well, Glenn Schubert is going to be my name." GS as it is, I created a derivative, like what you get, what you see, okay. like Tina, you know the song. Yeah. But I was like, "Okay, GS as it is for a label for designing clothes," because I went was going to go originally to fashion school, which I did pursue, but which is now manifesting twenty something years later. <laughs> but you never uh, know when you never know when but yeah they were very forceful about the dragon that i had to have a, a drag name so we came up with that on a whim and went in and the rest has been history what you would say might be my my stroke of genius to be able to just to say something random non sequitur and that becomes you know a hit it does you might say random but it actually just connects to everything i don't know i don't i guess if, if anyone's listening you might say random things, but they actually come back to a genius moment and or a, a, a thought process yeah. to which you get there and whatever it is for you. And right. then it makes perfect sense by the end. Yeah, I'm able to bring it back together, which is a thing too, where if I wander yeah. off, I can always, okay, back to the story. And then and then my favorite thing you do is say, but it's true. Uh-huh, <laughs> well it is, that's the facts, facts are facts. Because people are like, sit there and they're like, oh, I didn't think of it that way. And you're like, well, that's that's mm -hmm. the point. And then I'm gonna sing you a song. Mm-hmm, hit it. Hit it, that, oh, uh -huh. that's so funny, it's so good. Which is good to me because they hit it, because I don't wanna, I just don't, never want it to be one of those, you know, Hi, where I have to be sort of, pushed into doing it a certain way you know yeah so true um so uh what did you go how long were you in texas for did you like do clubs there or like any bars there did i do yes yeah. i did we did there was i think it was club divas at the time and shout out to aaron davis who ran the clubs down in corpus christi texas and it's a legend in corpus that's amazing uh, corpus wow aaron davis yes yes i would do the shows down there yeah and stuff. that's cool and what made you decide to do Drag Race? To do Drag Race? Yeah. Well, it was a thing. Uh, at the time, my creative partner, Rod Barroso, he had approached it. And I was like, he was doing all my socials work at the time because I was a little bit far behind on that. But now I'm up to pace. But he, <laughs> it is a lot. But it was this is before everything. You know, right. this is 2008 when we started or whatever. This The competition started like eight, in eight. Yeah, eight or nine, something like that. No, eight. Oh, when it you came filmed? out. We filmed in eight, the summer of eight. 
So we probably started in uh, maybe in 2007 or whatever. It's kind of all accumulating to this show they were producing because they did the online competitions oh, and everything. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. And I was in the top 20. But Nina was like, pulled me aside and said, Tommy, don't you, you know, worry, you know, because you are on the top 20. You are on the top 20. You know, actually, I was 20 of the top 20 uh, ones that they all had wanted to be on the show. Yeah. And there was other people that have faded away since but yeah of course which is funny but i mean that's how life is people come and go yeah, yeah i mean there's a lot of queens that are even on that show that don't do drag anymore they're just kind of like i don't want to do it anymore or they take hair on or they do makeup for people right. to make gowns or whatever it is but um, that's that's normal i yeah. mean there's a lot of celebrities that will be a celebrity entertainer and then whatever mm -hmm. and then they they fade away or go away or decide to retire from that yeah, I mean, I've been doing musical theater since I was six. I've been doing it professionally since I was sixteen, and uh, I got a little bored with something, so I had to, like, hi. Yeah, I did the same thing. I, I but I always wanted to be. I like the entertainment business. I like theater. I like all of it. Mm -hmm. I like the queerness behind it, all of it. Um, so then I started doing this and stuff. So I never wanted to leave it, but I did get bored because it was bored from. I got bored for a while, but. I had to be more creative. I wasn't being creative enough. Right. Well, everybody's going to go through that up and down. Exactly. I mean, I've done them. I remember Raven's gone through those. What am I doing or where am I going to go with this? You know, or right. you go through periods where you're feeling that way. That's Raven from RuPaul's Drag Race, who I've known for years and years. But we don't talk anymore, which is okay. People are in your life for a reason. Some people are in there for a season. That's it. That's uh -huh. all there is to it. I know people get upset and it's fine. I mean, if you had a falling out, it's one thing. But if you haven't, you just stop talking. You just stop talking. Right. You won't. You'll see each other and continue to talk. Right, right. Yeah, I don't put too much clout into that. I don't put too much effort into that. Like, if it happens, it happens. Right. You know, unless it's one of my best friends, of course. That's weird. Right. But, uh, what was, um, did you, was there any, like, LGBT groups growing uh, up that you can think of? No, I was just one of those kids that was astute to what was going on. Like, for yeah. example, we went to Vienna, Austria. We went in the summer of 2000, and no, in 1999, actually, we went over there for that summer but I went ahead and called it because there's centers you could call in New York or different places that will tell you what's going on around the world in places and they said that Austria was one of those places that most of the people were bisexual or whatever so mm -hmm. there was a whole thing with that so I um, just looked into that it was like 50 40 45 50 percent of the people in Austria really? and they were let me tell you because you'd be walking down the boulevard some guys beautiful guys checking you out with his girlfriend or whatever then you'll turn your head and they're looking right back at you that's funny Austria uh-huh Vienna Austria hmm. I was there I didn't know that uh-huh we went to because we did the whole sound of music thing when we were, it's beautiful but it's uh -huh. an unbelievable place who knew uh-huh the world's right but and then also too i was supported like within i had allies there in my high school oh which good was great that's good and people that would even take it on but i mean it wasn't like that every day i was called a faggot or something right but i was like well this is what it is no one's gonna really rain on my parade i mean i'm gonna live my dream my truth so it is that's their truth i mean what am i gonna do about it you just gotta do your thing that's all you that's literally all you can do. And the, actually, the youth, a lot of youth that I interview are the same. They have that really good mentality, too. Uh -huh. Some of them come from tougher places. Yeah. Um, but they're also like, well, they'll come out younger. They come out now, like nine or eight or seven, uh -huh. six, that's trans, trans. And someone will call them out, and they'll just be like, yeah, I am. <laughs> right. You're not like, 
yeah, I am gay, or whatever how they call it. You have to call them a fag or anything like that. They're like, yeah, right. yes, and the person's like, oh, yeah, right. That's what I am. Um, have you been able to do any uh, work with any organizations specifically that you like for queer youth or queer uh, or queer organizations in general? Not the bigger ones, anything smaller? Uh, not really. I mean, I did do Florida, a Pride in Florida. Oh, you did? Which, uh, which? I just, as, um, oh gosh, why can't I think of something lakes, something lakes. I'll, it'll come to me in a minute, but I did this, uh, Florida. But I mean, it's just been slow. I mean, I pretty much do more environmental stuff, more an environmental activism. And then, uh, yeah, environmental is pretty much where, where I stick to a lot is doing that because that's, that's what we're here to do, you know, take care of what's going on. And just me by being present is enough for the youth or people because I get messages all the time. I was going to ask you, do you get, do people reach out to you? Yeah, yeah. All the time Kids. that I'm inspiring them or helping them with this and thank you so much. They've been depressed. I cheer them up, make them feel good, you know, so there's that whole thing. Yeah. I think the, um, I think especially like the platform that you've been yeah you had and then do and still do and like everything around it it's nice to continuously to interact with people i think people sometimes shut people off even if you're super oh of course i'm like don't i mean i i don't know to me it's like you can still talk to somebody totally because don't be i can't handle unreachable people it bothers me i can't get even through a a screen or a phone or whatever i want to be able to still get to you somehow i want to like relate and be like oh Right. That makes sense for me. And I talk to everybody on my Instagram. I mean, everybody that messaged me, I, I, that's Great. my main one is Instagram. The TikTok is managed for me, but I mean, I send the content over. But yeah. pretty much I do all my Instagram and people reach out to me and that's, you know, I reach out to them. And if they have more of a problem, I said, why don't you go get some counseling or something, that's you know, because I'm, right? I'm right. not a counselor. Me either. I just have to also make sure, like, I'm very clear about that too sometimes because I'm like, well, I can't, I can't tell you what to do or not do but I can tell you where to go. Right. On my website, I have resources for that, and then I just got it my way. Right. But don't stop talking to me. I yeah, just, yes. I'm not going to, like, totally. I'm not a counselor. I'm not trained in anything. I just, I've done a lot of work myself. Right. So it comes easy. Mm-hmm. Um, that's great. I, yeah. I, uh, where, uh, do you, where do you tour mostly, though? Where do you, where, do you, where are you at most of the time? Well, um, so I based myself out of Texas and um, California. Oh, you told me that, yeah. California and Texas um, is pretty much, I mean, because I, I go home and I rest and I want to be closer to my mom, you know, sure, check enough. things out, what's going on. She has five acres and I want to build a little bungalow there. And I also want to build a studio kitchen where I can film from that kitchen. So that's the goal we're working on. And eventually I would like a lounge, a cocktail lounge, uh, more than a cocktail lounge, like a roadhouse, whatever. Oh, with cool. food and everything on Highway 35. But we'll see how this goes and whatever because of our situation we're in politically and everything that's just so... It's pretty tight right now. It's pretty uh, walking on edge. It is walking on edge. Yeah. Edge of destruction. What is your opinion? I always, I've been asking this a lot lately. Like, yeah. What is your opinion? And just your opinion. Just, what is it about? What, what do you think we should be doing, not doing, or keep navigating through like walking through because it's very confusing for people if you go online uh-huh. and there's too many resources to pull from right so you're looking at tiktok or you're looking at instagram or facebook mm-hmm. or the regular news whatever mm-hmm. 
and it seems so heightened, and it is. It is heightened. It well, is the, heightened, the media does heighten things, but yeah. I think that the most important thing to do is if some, if we need to lash out and fight back, it's time to fight back. I mean, if it's time to throw bricks through windows, it's time to throw bricks through windows. You know, they burnt that city down, San Francisco, when Harvey Milk and, and the, the, was it the mayor, when they were assassinated yeah. or whatever. Right, in, right inside the freaking, uh, mm-hmm. inside that building. So they went and tore that place down, the gays did. And, you know, don't forget that... I, I, you know, that they did boycott Coors Light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, this whole Bud Light incident, whatever, yes. with Kid Rack and all that, Kid Rock or whoever that Kid was, Rock, you yeah. know, has been, so to speak, you know. But, are these Mar- Margie Taylor Greens, you know. Yeah. And, um, this has been there, and DeSantos needs to not forget that there was other people there in Florida as well. What was her name? Orange Juice Lady. I forget her name. Oh, gosh. Uh, got the pie in the face. Oh, uh, Anita, Bryant. Anita Bryant. Anita Bryant. You know, so there's been all these haters and people, but you have to realize it's natural and it's been around forever. Yeah. And do your history lessons. Um, Cabeza de Baca, he writes about it in his book 15, whatever. And before that, there's Xochipilli from Mexico, there's Hidras in India. Yeah. Uh, Xochipilli means flower prince in the Nahuatl language, the Aztec language. But there's been, this stuff has been around before Christianity. And will be around forever. Well, the word homosexual doesn't even exist till the 15th century or something like that. That's true. So That's it's true. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh-huh. Didn't come into play till the 15th century, which is a long time already on Earth. Yeah. Um, There's the Zuni, and all the, the Zuni had Weewa, and Weewa was a Zuni princess. They called her. She went in 1863 and razzle dazzled the President Grover Cleveland. At the White House, and but she was a he. But anyhow, so that's the whole thing. I mean, it's been around. So and, and it's always been around, and even probably without names. And remember, you are valuable. The problem is we've made we've been made to feel not valuable, but we are the ones that help out. In the in the Navajo creation story, their real Navajo's real name is Dene. But the in the Dene story, they the the men separated one side, the women went to another side. And then the two-spirit is what united in their creation story, is what united the tribe together to make them carry on and produce where they are today. But in the, within their creation story, it's gay people or, you know, whatever that yeah. united them. I know. It's beautiful. Uh-huh. I, I just learned the history of the word hermaphrodite, actually. Mm. The origin, of course, comes from the Greek god, comes from Aphrodite, right? And, uh-huh. and Hermes. And, but then what ended, someone ended up doing is making it a bad thing and uh-huh. comparing it to sodomy back in the day when uh, you mean jamie lee curtis like that yeah that word oh, it was that rumor yeah oh yeah that's <laughs> right that's right she was i think she's debunked it maybe or not who uh-huh. knows but uh but i didn't realize it was it's not a bad word but it just became a bad word like a lot of things hermaphrodite became a bad it word became a bad word and apparently uh, that's sad. That's i'm reading a beautiful shame. book mm-hmm. right now and when the Spanish people, Spaniards came over and started really mess, mucking things up too. Of course they did. They used the word hermaphrodite to talk about someone indigenous. Uh huh. But they didn't know that they were. They just saw them doing male chores or male uh-huh. things, and they were like, "Oh well, that's a female, and they're doing male thing. They can't. They're hermaphrodite. They're they're the devil." So then that's when they started killing people and like putting them in concentration camps and right. um, doing all of that. So really, they they use that word against. People. Well, now it's intersex, of course. The the, the word intersex, yeah. yeah. But I think think the history of words are so fascinating to me, the way people use them to control, of course. Right, and don't forget the the Catholics supported the Holocaust. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Disney supported. I mean, the thing is, like Disney, what Disney? He 
was an anti-Semitic. Uh-huh. And apparently, like, he also did not have a problem with certain things like that. Oh, really? And I'm like, no, it's Disney. <laughs> it's like, uh, but there's a history of that because that's the way everyone gets conditioned. Talk about grooming, right? Right. That's the way you're groomed. Right. That's literal grooming when people, yep. when I tell people, I'm like, I was told things like, have to go to church, have to go to college, have to get a job. Uh, boys like blue, girls like pink. I do this whole pink and blue thing and I'm uh, and it used to be the opposite, actually. It used to be the opposite. That's the truth. That's I know. the truth. And the, but they didn't tell you, no, boys The are opposite blue. meaning, you know, pink for, for boys yeah. and blue for girls. I, and when a, was that? How many years ago? I, not that long the turn ago. turn of the century or yeah, something? Yeah, exactly. Like, that's what's so... That's the kicker, right? Uh-huh. I mean, uh, queer liberation was only in 68, really. Well, it was before that, a little bit before that. But we just don't, I mean, no one ever talks about the, the ones before uh, Stonewall. But, right. um, but there was... That was all happening. And that was only in the 60s. Right. That was only in the 60s. Yep. And I, there was stuff in Germany that was going on too, you know. Mm-hmm. And there was that. And then, of course, in India, there's the Hidras that comes from a religion, a practice as well. Yeah. I did a bunch of work in India with queer rights. Uh, oh, you did? A couple times, yeah. So Prince Mavendra Singhal Hill is the first openly gay prince, and I happen to be friends with him. And we do work over there. Like, we run workshops for people over there. Nice. Uh, through movement, actually. Mm-hmm. And um, expression. And it's a... Uh, it's a... Uh, it's as if we're in our the 60s there. Okay. Because they're still catching up. Right. A pride march isn't a parade. It's an actual march to the streets of Mumbai. Right. Through traffic, over cars. It's That's amazing. Great. Oh, yeah. It's so cool. Uh, and they're just really... They're like, it's like, they're educated, but uh-huh. they're still don't, they still are, it's all very delayed. Everything is mm-hmm. catching up. They don't only really have gay bars, but they do have gay nights. You can sort, you can sort of get married now, but you can't. Like, they changed the law. Yeah. It got changed. So what was it? The seven, what was the law? They, so they struck down seven, uh, four, seven something, seven forty seven something. Uh, what was it? I should know this. Cause they struck that down uh-huh. years ago. Actually, when I was there. It was still illegal to be gay. Uh-huh. Then when the next year I went, it was not. But that's because of the Christians coming in, the, yep. the English. They, they made a lot. That. They made a lot of things that ruined stuff mm-hmm. for the Indians. You know, people from India. Yeah, 250 years of, of a captured country. Yes. And then in 47, it broke off to their independence. And, uh, but, they, but so long, takes so long to get past. Like, they, they're still moving through that. Right. It's very male-dominated. They do have... People, females coming in to right. pe- political power, I suppose. But it's, uh, it's fascinating. But within their, but it's beautiful. their Kama Sutra, there's homosexuality. I mean, or whatever. There's, there's All of it. swinging and dinging uh, in there. Uh, you know, whatever works. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's, a th- it's there within their book, but yet mm-hmm. they're denying it. Correct. And the book comes from their country. Their country. Uh, actually, uh-huh. thousands of years ago. Uh-huh. They were the ones that created this beautiful... Uh, the Kama Sutra and the spirits and the, the Lotus Hidra, Sutra all, all and the Hydra that comes from the Hindu uh, religion it's great mm-hmm. but then uh, yeah, like you said Christian and the English ruined that ruined it down broke uh-huh. it down got rid of royal families over there too because my my friend, friend was part of a royal family which they're still treated they still have a, there's still a palace we uh-huh. did one of our workshops in the palace which blew my mind to be in this palace that's 700 it's so old mm-hmm. and uh that their lineage is their warrior lineage is like 150 years or something 200 years it's like mm-hmm. crazy and um but and to be in a town ta- we were in this town gujarat where it's like it's it's a you know farming mm-hmm. little city 
-hmm. a lot of people, of mm -hmm. course. Uh, dirt everywhere, but beautiful. Right. It smells so good. Mm -hmm. I always talk about smells because that specifically India has these gorgeous smells all the time in the streets with like the incense and just specific. Well, I'm glad to hear that because everybody was like telling me when I went to India, it's going to be so overwhelming, but I wasn't overwhelmed. I actually cried. I was really moved by the Indian people. Well, and the energy is so... Well, everybody's so nice. I mean, nice and then... Everybody. Do they get very close to you? That's a, a lot of the times. They're like right here. And if you don't particularly enjoy that, then just work through it and get away from it. But yeah, is there a lot of people over there? A hundred percent. But... There's also thousands of years of culture over there that in the middle of parks, there's like a monastery that was built out of rock, you know, like, and there's, uh, I don't know, it's the one place in the world that I'll always go back to. Nice. Yeah. And I'm so drawn to it. So hard. Um, and, and the queerness that they actually have. Of it. It's, it's, mm -hmm. it's usually, I would love to, oh God, though. my goal, one of my goals is to go back with a few more people. Cause I tell people if they always want to come with me, but I'm like, mm -hmm. yeah, but just know that like it's two weeks of me doing. A lot of travel. Right. <laughs> and a lot of work. Nice. Uh, but it's worth it. It's really, really fun. Um, so what else for you? What else do you... Uh, what is your... Yeah, talk about your environment stuff because I see it online all the time. So Okay, environmental causes. Um, it Also, I do a lot of stuff for the spreading the word with indigenous causes as well for you know Native Americans in the whole continent of America. People forget that um, the United States of America is, is a is not America Correct. by itself. America's Mexico, America's Canada, America's, you know, Uruguay and all of the rest of the countries, Brazil and everything else. We're not taught that here in this country in the United States of the Americas. Right. Like I, I went to school in Mexico as a child and they taught us that, you know, that's the United States of America. Mexico is also America as well. But we're not taught that in this insular country with a bad education. Uh, and geography is not that hard either, and history it's really not needs to be learned properly, and not afraid of. No, and you connect. I don't know. I know. I know. I talk about this all the time, and people are like you can just Google things. I go, I know, but it's not like that for people. You actually have to patiently help people understand it through the the, the, the through science and like through what it, it's real. Like that actually. That's what it was. Right. <laughs> There's like so much proof. Yes. That's what happened. Yes. So when I see people arguing, you know, and, and doing all this, and this is our country, the land of the free, I go, You're, we've done a really good job in this country at making people believe that. Yeah, but it's not free. No, it's and not. It's, not even close. And then we're in a vicious um, consumer cycle. And last time I looked... And there's still concentration camps over here. We just named them different. Yeah, that's true. Well, Hitler patterned the concentration genocide from the genocide of the Native Americans, the indigenous people from here. Hitler took that, let it be noted, and he applied it to the Holocaust. Also, too, with um, gay history within the Germans and everything, there was the brown shirts with Broham, and they were all <coughs> flaming, flaming homosexuals cornhole in themselves all over the place and then um hitler had them all knocked off by the way yeah so. which ironically one of hitler's top ranking officers was a big old homosexual uh -huh. that was in berlin and he maintained the berlin sector of like all the things i learned this on my like gay walking tour which by the way if you're ever in berlin uh -huh. take the gay walking tour it is so amazing and he was a, a prominent figure a, whatever and the right. ranking of whatever it is and he was a big old right homosexual because mm -hmm. before that i think in the the 20 before the 30s 
Berlin was popping with like it was everything clubs, yeah. gay, like no one. Right. There was not a there wasn't a thing to like think and about. They brought back that whole thing. They brought back <laughs> that when the Olympics went there. The Olympics, uh, the Olympics is not a very nice thing either. But the Olympics, they and you know, for example, with my animal activism for Sachi, they took three orcas out of the ocean to to put in Sachi, uh, you know, Sochi, Sochi, mm-hmm. and then they sold those to China. That's my environmentalist stuff, talking about the animals. But they, uh, where was I at with this whole story about... Olympics. The Olympics. So in the 19, then what was it, 19, 1938 Olympics or whatever, when they had them there in Munich in Germany, mm-hmm. what they went ahead was um, Hitler brought everything back to normal for all the tourists and everybody that came in for the Olympics and put all the gay clubs back. But as soon as they went from that back, they took it all back. You know, they made it look like it was a facade. Yeah, they brought back the clubs and everything and made it like it was normal Germany and that this wasn't going on. You know, it's interesting too when people are like, how did no one one not know concentration camps were happening? Go, oh, they knew, Uh but there was no social media for anything. There was nothing like that. So it was a paper and a radio. Right. So if you think about it, we have so many means of ways to finding out more and faster. So like, yes, we do know, but we don't, Ironically, that was all happening, right? And then we talk about it today, and then there's, like, concentration camps called prisons or jails. Right. Or over in, like, uh, Camp Kukuma uh, over in Africa. It's, it's basically a refugee camp, but it's, like, awful for, like, homosexuals over there. And mm. they're getting beat up and cut and burned and dying over there. But no one... That's the modern-day equivalent of something. Not as crazy. They're not burning people like that. But there's still those things, and, like no one's still doing enough right so what would you have done if you even knew that like we didn't know that for how long did that war go on world you know what i mean and then all of a sudden they're like oh this is bad i'm like yeah it's bad mm-hmm. you tried to take over the world basically right you know and it's still going on like with environmental causes i tried to talk <laughs> about um for example palm oil is a major issue. It's killing the orangutan. So I, we wrote the song Sexy Sexy Orangutan. And then we, you know, um, I also, the orcas is a big deal. The ocean is a big deal. What's going on in the ocean? Garbage, recycling, things like that. Mm-hmm. We need to take more action. The oil industry is a big deal. Big thing going on right now. I think it's over in the UK. Those people that are marching in the street with the oil signs. Is that what they're doing? People are losing. People are being very mean to them because they're stop, stopping traffic. Uh-huh. People are literally picking up and throwing them. Oh. Lot, yeah, I've been watching the whole thing go down because they're making people see. Yeah, protesting. And people don't like it. And people are like, they shouldn't be doing that. And I go, yeah, they should. What are you doing? You're just right. commenting on a, a post. Also, uh, like, microbiology is very important to study. Microbiology with Paul Stamet, what's going mushrooms and stuff. Because mushrooms, and indigenous culture also is a way, if we would go back to practicing these practices, these religions and practice, those are what will save us mm-hmm. as human race. Yes. You know. Yes. Because, yes. um, and environmentally, it will save us as well. Mm-hmm. And like mushrooms, they can eat through oil. They can eat through plastic, which is a derivative of oil. Most of our moisturizers are derivative of oil, petroleum, and stuff like that, which is probably not good for our bodies, but we're always putting it on. And we wonder why our dogs are getting cancer when they're chewing on all those chew toys made of plastic. Correct. You know, there is actually a study that just came out, an article in uh, Science, Science Magazine about the mushrooms. Uh, like help getting rid of plastic like if you put they created something that you could actually uh, environmentally safe safely uh, mm-hmm. get rid of plastic through mushrooms yeah yes it's a thing and I'm really interested in that actually cool. I've been saving this is so crazy of me but anyways crazy sticks to me like ribs but 
<laughs> RuPaul's Drag Race, where's my Grammy? Um, but what you do is, I, I've been plastic oxidizes, and so what I want to do is I've been collecting, you know, I collect those trolls or have fun with those trolls, but eventually what I want to do with the plastic that all those that are oxidizing is do like a video a uh, little installation art and have the mushrooms eat them down, break those down. That's cool. Or I've been collecting uh, all the waste that I use, like from the eyelash containers, all the fingernails. I've been collecting those the little tabs that go on the fingernails. I've been collecting all this and I want to do, and the, the packages I use for the, the facial impressions or the, the, the packets, the baby wipes and all that I used to clean. I want to do an installation with all that eventually. That's cool. So I've been saving and storing it. All right. And then to break it down would be doing with the mushrooms and stuff. Yeah, queen with a cause, hashtag queen with a cause, hashtag national treasure, hashtag not grooming. Yes, 100%. Um, have you had any uh, people ever approach you about the way you, because like uh-huh. in your shows you you do it in, through song and through storytelling and you, you that's your cause, you're, you're telling right. us this, but through your songs and like right. that's your, your con- big contribution. Does anyone ever come up to you and... Uh, Say I was singing out of tune. Yeah, or like they're no. just no, no. That 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 uh, you, they didn't understand it, or why would you say that? And like, it made me feel uncomfortable because I. Oh yes, I've had that, but yeah. you know what I said? You already paid for the ticket. There's no refunds. <laughs> and facts are facts. You know, don't get too comfortable. Life, there's no in in life. There's no what is it? Uh, precursors in life. There's no one. You know, you never know what's going to happen. I mean, at any goddamn time, we can be shot down, and especially in this country, the United States of the Americas, and nobody's going to do a goddamn thing about it because the NRA and all those companies, they're all together, and they're making all the money sending out all these people to war and stuff because we're just disposable lives for a, for a dollar bill. That's it. And that's the thing. And, like, I had a show here in Provincetown my first year uh, that I did it when I was at the post office, and um, I had guns. We did a whole thing on guns. I did a whole thing on guns. And some people left the show crying. Well, the facts are facts. You can be shot down. And you're going to cry about that? Yeah, it's, we need to talk about this. I'm afraid. I mean, we could, like I said, any time can be shot down at a mall. We can be shot down anywhere and everything. It's happening probably while we're sitting here. Yes, of course. Yeah. You know, but they're not going to do anything about it because they make all the money. Right. And that's what all these people care about. But, you know, they're money hoarders. That's a thing, you know, money hoarders. And you can't take that money with you when you leave. And nobody wants to. I don't want to live forever. I know there are some gurus or yogis that might be able to live a couple hundred years with their own body. I've heard of this stuff. And I do believe that's possible. But I don't want that. No. And not a normal person. I mean, individuals. But we don't need to be living in fear of being shot down or, or things being destroyed. Disperse consumerism. That's it. You know. Very well said. Yeah, uh, that's interesting. Yeah, I figured. I figured you would have people be like, "Well, I didn't know this was. A th- I thought it was just gonna be drag." And I'm like, "Well, it is." But it is drag. But drag's also. People always say drag. Do you think drag's political? Drag is political. Yeah, people say it's not. I'm like, but it is because, especially the origin of it. Like, think about it. Just like look at the history of like the way drag has been used, uh, and abused. Um, but it's totally political. Mm-hmm. We go, you know, we go to the south, and it says the Golden Gaze. The gaze, the word uh-huh. gaze, on there. And uh, we only had protesters one time in Chattanooga, Chattanooga, but, Tennessee. Chattanooga, Tennessee. It's what a, they do? Uh, Mary and her husband uh-huh. showed up with a big megaphone. And then two cops showed up, and then there was a camera to make sure. And it was they were just the girls were doing a all ages 
drag bingo show. This was just this year. Uh-huh. And uh, they threw stink bombs. Oh, they did? Yeah, because I came outside and I was like, why does it smell like fart out here? Uh-huh. What the hell happened? So they attacked you. Isn't that nice that people are allowed to attack? And I'm tired of these, these, this, let's say, white energy, <laughs> white people, mm-hmm. always able to attack. Mm-hmm. But yet, if one of us was to go out a, a queer or a person of color, white is a color too, but anyhow. But people to go out there and to, to protest that. And then we are the ones that have to constantly be thrown in jail we're the mm-hmm. ones that are the are the terrorists the terrorists are within our country and stuff that's the worst terrorists that are being made but they're allowed to constantly be with their swastikas and they're allowed to go out there and protest and and brutally do things and be protected which i don't understand hate hate is able to to constantly be protected which i don't Always. know why we can't be put a stink on that i don't either i look at it too and i, I and i I don't get it either. And then, and like, I've gotten into arguments, not arguments, but people try to come at me for different reasons because I do this. I've been called like a pedophile, a molester, a yeah. and I usually delete most of that. But then sometimes someone from the queer community came at me one time and I was like, because I use the word uh, queer. Uh-huh. And they're like, why do you use that word? It's, this is what it's blah, blah, blah. This is what it... When I was growing up, I think it was... Well, like, me too was yeah. brought up. I don't like the word queer, but you know, over here, we're queer. We might as well utilize it. Exactly. And I go, and I'm not using... And I, and I go, I'm using it for the way I use it. Uh-huh. You don't have to use it. Right. But that's just the way I am, because actually a lot of youth, queer youth specifically, use that word, queer, because mm-hmm. they don't feel like they they don't want to be put anywhere. They just want to all-encompassing that this is who they are. Right. Um, so, I... Yeah. And queer is encompassing. My mom calls herself queer. I mean, I know, that's no. a thing, and I was like, "Oh, okay." You know, that's <laughs> how, are you huh? well, how are your parents? How are your parents? How were they with you growing up and everything? Well, my father, you know, he's off on his own world. You know, my mother's fine. She's always been fine, sort of teeter tottering around. So, you know, cool. either yeah. way, she come to your shows. Yeah, she'll come to my show. She sports my my garments. She sports like the my merchandise and all that stuff. Oh, nice. And she likes the attention. People come up to her. Oh, Tammy Brown. She likes to tell him. Oh, that's my son. You know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. She loves it. Um, the attention. You know, yeah. whatever. It's my mommy too. Uh huh. Since I was doing it. Oh no! My, everyone in the theater by the end of the day, I know it's my mother. I'm like, yep, that's my mother. Mm-hmm. Can I go? She always wants to like get in backstage somehow. I'm like, mom, you know, just give it a second. Uh-huh. I will bring you back there. <laughs> I promise. You will meet people that I know. I promise. Mm-hmm. I know. It's nice to have that though. I I wouldn't want it any other way. Right. My parents are pretty cool. I have two sets of parents: my dad, my step mom, and then my stepdad and my mom. And they've all been pretty pretty cool for the most part. Nice. Yeah. Like neat. Uh, do you have siblings or anything? Yeah, I have a sister. She's supportive. Oh, cool. Of course, she's she always been supportive. Texas, California. She's in Texas. You know, she's in Texas. Uh, most of my family, they all live in Texas. My sister and my and my uh, mother, they're in Texas in the small town. And my sister does environmental stuff as well. Oh, great. To do things for the community. She's working on saving plots of land and stuff. So yeah, that, that's great. Like uh, trees, re- bringing huh? it back. Like, yeah, bringing yeah. it back. But, uh, yeah. you know, and then um, connecting and just, you know, making sure that the trees, because we, we're known for trees where I'm from there. Rockport Fulton is known for these trees. Okay. And we have great oak trees and all this stuff. But so many people have been moving there and stuff. We're just, they're just cutting them all down. There's a tree ordinance, but they're not, people aren't really following that mm-hmm. stuff. But that's what the funniest thing about this place is the trees and that people are coming and cutting them down. Doesn't make any sense. No. 
but that's what we're known for. And birds, people fly all over the world for the birds there. Oh. And I also, as an environmentalist, I think it's time to do away with uh, fireworks. If the Chinese can invent them, uh, they can also make them where they're not making any noise. Well, nowadays, they can just use drones. Yes, I'm totally <laughs> for that. Yeah, like they do don't drones. need, you can actually create a firework effect with a drone. Yeah, I know, and I'm totally about that. Yeah, I just watched Personally. a couple of them during, I didn't do anything on the 4th. Oh, actually, I did a really cool thing on the 4th. Uh-huh. I went to uh, a queer indigenous uh, celebration uh, at a really great bar in Philly, and nice. it was all uh, black and brown, beautiful queer people, non gender like everybody was there and it was live singing they did a, like a live singing show um to start the day it was just cool to be in that environment and not celebrate the fourth of july right because it's a garbage holiday but um well the, this country doesn't need a birthday celebration and i think a lot of the youth i do see like even in australia people fight that again too mm-hmm. yeah and a lot of theater spaces talk about the aboriginal people when and give homage to that and i need to start doing that here in provincetown I as know, well we too i do I, I should do yeah we need to just start doing i need to do it before my show and and thank the wampanoags and whatnot and think of massasoit and his son whose head was on a stick in plymouth right for over 20 years on a stick. Aren't we nice Americans? For over 20 years. Yeah, huh? that his head was on a stick Great. in town. Welcome to America. Yeah. Uh-huh. United States of the Americas. Oh, the whole continent, honey. Because what's going down in Brazil, too, is they're, you know, trying to get that gold and extracting the gold and killing, working on killing off indigenous. And, for example, I study Nowalt, which is, I'm studying Bulgarian right now, and I'm also studying Nowalt which is the Aztec language. And um, I can't talk, like I can talk with my professor in private, but we can't talk in class. He's indigenous, but we can't talk about their indigenous situations because they do take them off and kill them. So we talk in private about what's going on. Because this stuff is going on all around the world. This yeah. racism and this, it's racism. Let's just bottom line, it it's is. racism. Yeah, yeah. And you can say that's woke. Well, it is woke. And there's nothing wrong with being woke. It's just knowledge. And this whole backlash with the, the, the GOP or the Republican Party and these extremists saying, like, woke and all this business, that's just bullshit. Stay on, the sa- stay on your horse. Stay in your lane and keep speaking out about things. Cancel culture, now we do have a problem with that. I can kind of consider that too. Maybe some McCarthyism. Some people should be canceled, but people make mistakes and we have to make mistakes. And some things are funny. We're humans. We have to laugh about things we do. Yeah, I mean, I think we're taking ourselves a little too serious sometimes. Uh, But I also think, yeah, I mean, you know, we've all said things where we're like, oh, I probably shouldn't have said it that way. And Mm -hmm. then you just, you know make amends with it all and mm-hmm. if you hurt someone you can make amends with them and I did a lot of that work in like my early 30s and because I was I was a tough one in my 20s uh but um yeah just yes you're right the cancel culture is something that's like just right away and I'm like we'll just give it hold on yeah listen to Let's people just, too have a conversation first yeah listen I don't know you yeah and it's not my business, but, like, I will still ask you, like, but where's that coming from? Why, though, this is the thing. There's, like, why are these Margie Taylor Greens? Why are these, um, know. you know, Nazi parties and people like that? Why are they not being canceled? Why is Trump not being canceled? Because the media and all them make so much, such a hoopla off of this, you know, and stuff. Ratings. Huh? Ratings, ratings, ratings. Ever see the movie Network? You should apply it or Wag the Dog. I haven't seen that one, but I know Network is quite a genius film. And they talk about all the corporations and how they're just pushing all this. They're called Muckety Mucks. That's from the book Pimp. Iceberg Slim. Muckety Mucks. Muckety Mucks. Uh-huh. There's the whole thing with, like, you know, uh, Palestine and um, 
Jerusalem and pink money over in Tel Aviv and the only time they support people over there is during their pride month and then and then it's done it's like here but like they're really like just done uh-huh. they don't want you to go outside the city if you're queer they want you to stay inside Tel Aviv like it's not safe for you to go anywhere else oh really yeah it's just, it's just yeah it's pretty intense so I do and then I've been doing work with Palestine like the whole thing and what about Iranians because I talk to a lot of Iranians <clears throat> Oh, you do? Yeah, I've been talking to them. Poor things. Yeah. I have some ones that I connect with, but the they can be clobbered over there, killed for talking to me. Yeah, I talked to one from Afghanistan. Uh-huh. And they're, uh, they're queer, and they're in hiding. Uh-huh. And I just say, just keep talking to me. Right. You know, I can't get... I tried to get them asylum. I went to a lawyer. I did this whole thing, and... Mm-hmm. Um, but... People literally are not allowed to leave that country. Oh, they can't go to Mexico? They can't go. Because certain Mexico does allow certain. They do? Uh, Mexico Yeah, I've does. only tried in America. I don't have any. Like, I wouldn't know even to talk to in Mexico for that. But I tried them here in America, and they won't take anybody. They won't actually even let people leave to go to the UK. Oh, really? Yeah. It's kind of crazy. That's not fair. Oh, it's so sad that us humans are so cruel to each other. Yeah, we are. But we do great... We do great things to keep things moving. Mm-hmm. And that's all I tell people. Just keep things moving in the... You know what's correct and not right. correct. It's right. very obvious. We're, it's a very obvious society we've created. You know that's wrong right. over there. Come on. Right. And, uh, and I know you might not care. Right. And I certainly don't care about you. But I'm saying, like, like the Marjories of the world, like, you know that's not correct. You know right. it's actually not probably actually going to do anything but you're going to make a stink about it and you're going to cause damage and then they have to go back like we do in America all the time. We like have good times, bad times, but mostly we have a lot of bad times and we just cover things up really well. Ping pong. That's it. We just and ping pong so much. And then our FBI and CIA. Well, that's a thing. That's another thing. Oh, and they cre- and we, we've created the wars of the world. Yes. We literally have created the wars of the world. Yes. I'm not saying the, oh, some countries haven't created their own, right. but we really high contribute like money talks kids. yeah our hands are in everything everything, mm-hmm. everything. and in cuba yeah. we're in cuba guantanamo bay that's it we're everywhere mm-hmm. everywhere um well that and i mean it's a funny segue but that's why i think drag is important i think queer art is really the most political and fascinating structure to keep the story going i mean i've also too within the drag career i've had some people where they'd be like oh you're making fun of women that's not what we're doing and you dress up and you have fun but there has been that stink about that that it was like demeaning to women or sexist or yada 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 you can tell when someone's being that way yeah and no i don't i disagree with all that like it's so so funny yeah yeah i mean people clock us for things but like i'm like no that's not what we're doing it's not that's not what we're doing. Um, okay. I love this conversation. I probably could talk to you for like hours. All but right. I do like to ask my guests, uh, what kind of words of wisdom would you give my queer youth listeners? I would say, trust no one, be nice. And if you're a snowflake, let me tell you what. Stay in your lane. Snowflakes are all the same when they begin at the top. They just come down and change their shapes as to according to the environment that they're coming down in. Because if there's like some toxic winds or something, this snowflake's going to come out deformed or some chemical in the air. So just remember that you all start off the same. You develop on your own. 
And where can they find you? Well, they can find me on Instagram. You can find me on TikTok. You can find me right here in Provincetown, Massachusetts uh, for the summer. And I will be going to Australia down oh, cool. under. Uh-huh. When? For, I'm going in August. Oh, nice. And then I'll come back here. But yeah, you can see me here. Here cool. in P-Town, and then um, I do have a website and Planet Tammy, so Planet Tammy. Everyone should enter the world or planet, Planet Tammy. I highly recommend it. And if you're in Vallarta next February, I'll be there for the whole month of February. Hey there, how are you? And then anything else? Any, anything else in that beautiful world of yours? Well, we're working on releasing the single for Time Machine very soon, so check that out. And, uh, you know, just gonna thinking about hiring a publicist for that, though. Oh, great. So we can get some more plays. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Just get it out there. And I have the YouTube channel, It's Tammy Brown, with a lot of fun little films on there. Hopefully we will be making a funny little movie here. Oh, good. Uh, with some of the boys. <laughs> They're very funny. They are next level hilarious to Art me. Art films, you know? Oh, yeah, through and through. Mm-hmm. Everyone should go there. It's the same name on YouTube, It's right? Tammy Brown. Yeah. It's Tammy Brown. It's Tammy Brown. Uh-huh. Got it. Yeah, yeah they're, <laughs> they're very funny. There's music videos and there's short films on there. So, Great. Check it out. And we'll also hopefully can do more Queen with the Cause stuff, but John, Mark, and I are ones that created that on our own, the Queen with the Cause videos. That's some environmental stuff that's mm-hmm. on there. So. Yeah. But nobody likes to sponsor that so much or fund that. So we did it on our own. <laughs> Listen, we do most of it on our own. That's you know, right. Or I ain't going to get done. That's... Also for youth or whatever, too, it's like don't hold back. Always put it out there. That's like don't, you know, don't hold back. Just put it out there. Always put Don't be like, oh, I can't do this or da. No, do it. Just do it and see what happens. Oh, it has to be perfect. No, the perfect is in doing it. That's what makes it perfect. Just do it. And thanks for listening to another episode of QT, Queer Teen Podcast, encouraging the next generation of queer youth from across the world to stand up for what's right. And remember, listen, learn, love.